Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hey loves, so today I'm recording early as I prepare for a trip to Italy and I can tell you guys excited is an understatement. So as you know if you've been listening to me in this podcast for a while now, we relocated to France during the pandemic and haven't been able to explore Europe. So now we are able to and I'm here for it. I'm here for the pizza, I'm here for the pasta, I'm here for the viewers and I'm here for the perfect combination of a romantic few nights with Gid and then he comes back to pilot school and I'm meeting some girlfriends and fellow coaches in a villa for the week. So we're going to be relaxing, coaching, exploring and eating and I cannot wait. I will say that this is definitely a perk of the 15 hour work week, like the ease of which I'm able to book and extend trips given my business and how I've built it to not rely on me at the desk every day or even every week. And so yeah, for those of you that also know you wanna create your own 15 hour work week, I will tell you applications are opening in less than a week. So get on my email list, be on alert. Once applications open, they are first come first serve. And the next opportunity to create your 15 hour work week will be at least six months away. So you wanna join now. Okay, so today I wanna talk to you about feeling ill because I recently had a double ear infection, (laughs) like both ears, not fun at all. And it struck me how different I am about being ill these days compared to my former hustle ways. And I wanted to create this episode for you to listen to or share with people you love when feeling ill. Because a lot of what we are taught out there isn't just wrong, it's irresponsible. And so I want to tell you that you, yes, you listening, my love, you deserve to be taken care of. And I just know, like I said, where I was and what I used to do. And I wanna help as many people as possible get out of that that place. This is like a love letter to past Vicky. Um, And even sometimes the same thoughts come up, right? So I want you to consider this. Do you feel guilty for feeling ill? Like, do you apologize for it when you email your boss or team or client saying like, sorry, I feel ill or even your partner or kids or friends? Do you get frustrated and annoyed with yourself? Like you wanna go and just push through and keep doing all the things and this is just like stopping you and it's not fair. And or do you feel sad and disappointed like rolling out the pity party and feeling powerless with everything that's happening to you? Listen, I was all three of these wrapped up in a pretty little bow and here's what I wanna tell you very cleanly, very clearly. Firstly, you never need to apologize for being ill. 
you you just don't it also means being human it's part of being human being ill and it's just non-negotiable second thing you are not supposed to push through and beyond all the time right the things that feel like they're so important right now that you must push through and get them done like you won't even remember having done them a year from now and the third is you can feel ill and feel powerful they are not mutually exclusive you don't have to feel ill and powerless now we want to be very mindful of the messaging we are receiving out there the kind of messaging that motivates people people like us to show up to work ill contagious and i, I am talking pre-covid right i've worked in an office a long time before covid and hopefully we have learned a lot from this time But really, there were countless times when I worked in corporate when someone would come in coughing and sneezing and the office would then experience a cold together. And you might be tempted, like I was at the time, to blame the individual that came in ill. But really, can we think honestly about the work cultures we sit in? Why is our health seen as an inconvenience to our work? Why is our health not seen as the priority. Like even in schools, I was thinking about this, like what was my education around my health in school versus what was gonna prepare me to be a good financial investor? (laughs) Like what was gonna get me to be in a good university? Like it really is like so low on the dial. I also want you to think about this. Why is communicating our health needs so uncomfortable? right? Like what about it is uncomfortable? Where is that discomfort come from? What cultures are we living in where communicating our health needs are uncomfortable? This is all because we are taught that, or we're not taught, I should say, that our health is more important than our output and achievements. I just gave the example of school. It continues well into work. You'll see this example everywhere. Like really think about the messaging that you got as a child, even as an employee, maybe now you're your own boss, and you've built that relationship around your health and work, you inherited it, let's say, from these cultures that you didn't even choose to teach you. So this is me telling you that your health is a priority and that you are a priority. And I shared a video about this last week on my Instagram like a funny, one of those um, like TikTok thing, reels, that's what it's called, a funny reel uh, about apologizing for being ill. And someone commented underneath that it was exactly what they needed after leaving work that same day for feeling ill, knowing that they shouldn't have gone in in the first place. And we all do this, right? Like this push through attitude. I was the queen of it thinking that like showing up is better than resting and recovering and everyone will be super impressed that you've shown your face and you're supposed to show your face. And what I wanna offer you is this. Your number one job, the thing, the only thing, that only you can do in the world, a job that can't be replaced or outsourced to anyone else, Like this is your purpose if you are looking for one, if you don't know what your purpose is. Your purpose, your one job that no one else can replace is to take care of you. Someone else can write those emails. Someone else can create the podcast. Someone else can serve your clients. Someone else can do the presentation. Like everything in the world that you are doing, someone else can do. But no one else can take care of you, of your mind, of your body, of your soul. And we know this, right? Because if you ever tried to really help a friend, say, drink less or not text that guy, 
And you can't stop other people from doing what they're going to do in their lives. Just like no one can stop you from doing or not doing what you're going to do. So we are 100% responsible for ourselves. I will add something here and say, I'm all for asking for other people for help though. But that's still you taking responsibility for getting that help, right? Like definitely been asking my partner for lots of help while I was ill. So like, how is your self-stewardship? Like, how good are you taking care of yourself? I really want you to think about that. And I want you to think about it not in this like self-critical way, but start, you know, this is what we spoke about on the podcast last week. Start with, in what ways are you already doing a great job? Because I know that there are ways that you are doing a great job. This is not all bad. Um, I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so I know you're taking care of your mind and you're learning. And then really think about like, what ways do I want to improve? And what I suggest here is thinking of yourself like as the carer of your own self as a child. <laughs> like there's you and there's the child version of you. Like I use like seven-year-old Vicky. How do I take care of her when she tells me she feels ill? Like I don't tell her to get her shit together, put a brave face on and go into work. I mean, I, I spent many years telling 25-year-old Vicky to do that and 22-year-old Vicky, but when I when I think about seven-year-old Vicky, I'm like, oh, no, like, I want to nurture you. And this little hack has allowed me to be more nurturing to myself. So I really invite you to try it. You don't have to be seven, but just pick an age um, where you feel nurturing and caring and loving. And you can even find a child photo of you put it on your phone as a screensaver or your computer or your desk as a reminder, the reminder to have self-compassion, self-care and take extraordinary care of yourself. Because I'm going to tell you that a friend messaged me and asked how I was feeling, checking up on me. And I replied and I told her, oh, like I'm taking extraordinary and luxurious care of myself for probably the first time in my life. Even when I have the capacity to do more, I'm not, and not just in work. I'm not answering personal phone calls. If I don't wanna talk, I'm not calling people back the next day just because they called the day before. I'm not checking in on other people. I'm letting my husband do all the things. Um, And I'm not putting pants on most days. (laughs) Like, let's even go there. This is not where I started out. This is not where I was, my friends. So no matter where you are now, you can also take extraordinary care of yourself. Like I really was the person that was like, I don't feel good, but I'm gonna go into the office and then I'm gonna have three plans in the evening. And I'm gonna also study from whatever exams or certifications I was taking at the time. Like I was still like, oh, I can, but I can do more. So I just will. And I'll just sleep at the weekend. But then the weekend would, like I would literally just like burn through my illness not not recommended <laughs> um, until I would crash. So I'm gonna share with you the exact thoughts that have allowed me to create this and this radical change so that you can write them down or re-listen to this podcast as much as you want when you need these thoughts, when you feel ill, so you too can also take great care of yourself. And if you want, after I say each one, you can pause and repeat it out loud to yourself. I also recommend doing that. You know, I love speaking to myself. Okay, so my blueprint right here. First one is my health matters. I matter. I take extraordinary care of myself. I will not apologize for being human. 
and everyone is better off when I take care of myself. Those are it. Those are the five thoughts. That's the blueprint on repeat. Save this as a reminder when you need it. And in the future, let me add this. In the future, if you do have people to communicate to, like a team or clients or partners or friends or plans that are being cancelled, instead of apologizing, I really want us to put a global end to the apologizing for being ill. So instead of apologizing for being ill, say something like this instead. Say, I'm ill and won't be joining today. I will let you know if I feel better tomorrow. I won't be available on email. So I will set my out of office on. Whereas I can tell you my old messages used to be like, I'm so sorry, I feel really ill today, but I'm gonna still be available on email all day. And if I feel better in the afternoon, I'll come in then. Like I literally used to do that. I can't tell you the amount of times I used to wake up and think, oh, if I feel better in the afternoon, I'll go in then. So do this for you. And like me, I have a bigger motivation even, which is like, let's do this for the next generation so that they inherit a work and life culture where prioritizing our health isn't just about shakes and gyms. It's really about taking care of our minds and bodies and listening to their needs. That's my heartfelt message. Now I'm feeling better to you, um, or maybe when you're not, um, to use any time in the future. And remember what I said at the start, keep your eyes peeled to apply and join the 15 hour work week mastermind. It's going to be very intimate, 10 people working with me for six months to create their, their 15 hour work week guaranteed. And that's really how you create an entire lifestyle that has luxurious amounts of space and time for your needs, for any life experiences, and of course, for your health. Have a wonderful week. Bye loves. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.